Before we get to today's episode of Off the Bench on the Wizards Podcast Network, we want to remind you to download the Wizards app as the season approaches. On the go and in the palm of your hand, the official Washington Wizards team app is your mobile home for all things Wizards. Everything you need to know when it comes to game previews and recaps, radio broadcasts and stats, all at the touch of a button. You can even access the Monumental Sports Network and the Wizards Podcast Network with ease. Download the official Wizards team app today. What's up, Wizards fans? Welcome to another episode of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group and part of the Wizards Podcast Network. I'm Jackson Filio, joined by Zach Rosen of Wizards Digital. Um, and we would be remiss if we didn't mention off the top. This is our first episode without the great Chris Gehring, um, who spent a handful of years with the organization and is off to another great, great opportunity. Uh, we're super excited for him, uh, but he will he'll certainly be missed, not just here on the podcast, of course, but in absolutely everything that we do from a content perspective. Zach, you worked with him for years. I know you feel the exact same way. So uh, Chris, best of luck, man. But uh, but we press on. We've got a lot going on here in, in the Wizards world, and we've gone over a week without basketball in DC. Um, we obviously hope and expect that to to be back soon, but here today, we are gonna talk about the GoGo, and more specifically, new GoGo GM, Amber Nichols, and we are lucky enough to be joined by Amber herself. Amber, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So just a little bit of background on you for the fans that don't know, you've been with the team since the GoGo's inception. You started as director of basketball operations and then moved into an assistant GM role. But let's go back even before then, all the way to the start. Um, tell us a little bit about your background, where you came from and, and how you got to be here. Sure. Um, I'm originally born and raised, uh, grew up in Raleigh, North Carolina, played basketball um, in high school and was fortunate enough to get an athletic scholarship to play at the University of Richmond for four years. From Richmond, I went and got my master's in sports management from the University of Georgia. From there, I moved to Sacramento uh, to start my first official job in the NBA um, inside ticket sale, inside sales, um, selling season ticket memberships with the Sacramento Kings. Um, that opportunity for me was simply a way for me to get in front of you know uh, NBA teams, 30 NBA teams, um, and network and, and finally get over to the basketball side, which ended up uh, happening for me in 2016. I started as a basketball operations internship intern with the Wizards. And from there, I went on to the Players Association. From the Players Association, I went on to the G League front office. Um, and then from G League front office, I ended up back with the GoGo as director of basketball operations. Um, and then my second year, I was the assistant general manager last year before being promoted to general manager this season. As you mentioned, you kind of been I'm part of this from the beginning. Um, I know there's a few of you who've been along the go-go journey, but like, what does it mean to you to, to really, you know, now have this be your baby and, you know, you've moved pretty quickly uh, for, for NBA and, and G League standards to get here too. It's been an honor. Um, I'm just really thankful to Ted and to Tommy and the whole monumental basketball organization for believing in me. Um, you know, I, I've, I saw our first year. And so to be able to see, 
how much, you know, we've grown just from an organization from my first year to now um, is something that I'm very, very proud of. And, you know, I think it refle it's reflected, you know, within the Wizards organization in terms of the players we've had that have been called up and have contributed to the Wizards. Um, but also in terms of the staff, you know, Carlos Bustamante is with the Wizards and Amy Bracey. And we have a, a couple other people that have, you know, moved on to bigger and better things. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention Pops. You know, he's continuing to grow and, and he's going to be, you know, great in his next role with the New York Knicks organization. And so I'm happy to, you know, be able to take over, um, you know, where, pick up where he left off and, you know, create a culture and, and a great, you know, organization here and, and keep our development going in terms of um, creating, you know, professionals, staff and players for the Wizards. Your resume is impressive. I mean, you've bounced around and done a million different things already in, in a bunch of different spots, which is super cool. Would, would you say that working in an NBA front office was always your goal? I would say that was always my goal. It just, when I was coming out of, of college, the opportunity to get directly into an NBA front office wasn't really available for me. Um, and, and to be completely honest, I really didn't have the experience needed to make that jump. So um, I took a, a different path and, you know, I, I tried to build my resume and build my experience and not just, you know, front office areas, but also the players union and also the G League front office, because I felt that would make me more equipped to lead a front office one day. And so I, I'm glad that I took that route. And you know, I'm just thankful for all of the opportunities that I've had thus far and the people that I've met along the way and have been able to learn from. So take us kind of behind the curtain. What, is, what are your responsibilities look like right now? And then I know it's, it's a really crazy year with what's going on with the G League, but with this bubble starting, which you're down in Florida uh, preparing for, just take us kind of behind the scenes of what, what you're up to um, in your new role. Sure. Uh, so first and foremost, we are prioritizing developing, you know, our exhibit 10 players and, you know, two-way players for the Wizards, uh, because those are the guys that, you know, our organization has invested in um, and that we feel like can help our organization, you know, within the next, you know, couple months or year or two, whatever it may be, you know, those are our priority. Um, and then, you know, we've partnered with the Erie Bayhawks. So we have, you know, those guys down here and um, we're getting them acclimated to the G League and, you know, making sure that they're following all of the protocols to be prepared to enter the bubble. Um, and then from a other, from another standpoint, it's, you know, when the G League season does start, you know, I, I take on scout and talent evaluation uh, for the Wizards. And, you know, I'm looking at the rosters and watching other teams play and, you know, figuring out if, you know, there's players on other teams that could potentially help our organization. Um, and then the last piece is, you know, I know, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but the G League has a G League at night program. Um, so four of those guys will, you know, most likely be first round NBA draft picks. So I'm also evaluating those guys on behalf of the Wizards organization um, and reporting back um, there. So it's, it's really talent evaluation and then, you know, administrative and, and logistic operational stuff, um, you know, secondary to that. But, you know, I'm, I'm loving the role and, you know, it's, it's been a great experience for me so far. We've seen the G League really explode over the last couple of years, not just with um, expansion, but just in terms of its importance. And from specifically a Wizards perspective, last season, we saw a ton of guys get, get called up and, and make some impacts. Garrison Matthews uh, comes to mind right off the top of the head. But um, even from a league perspective, like it, it's very, very clear how important the G League is to the future of the league and uh, not just the development of players, but development of 
the league as a whole of staff uh, of different markets and, and growth. How exciting for you is it to be a part of something that the league is prioritizing and putting such an emphasis on from a growth perspective? It's been really exciting. And, you know, I was at the G League front, I was with the G League front office in 2017. Um, so to see it then and then to see it now, you know, has been really, you know, inspiring and, and it's ma it makes me excited. Um, and, you know, over 50% of the NBA has played in the G League. Um, and I think that's a stat that, you know, a lot of people overlook. But, you know, as you are watching the games, you know, over half of a team's roster has had, you know, time in the G League. And so I think that, you know, shows how very how much beneficial, you know, developing and having a G League organization can help your your franchise. And I think we we've seen that, you know, with, you know, Toronto and, and Golden State and Miami. Um, and, you know, I think the Wizards are right there. You know, you mentioned Garrison and. Um, you know, Troy played with us, you know, a couple of games our first year and, and, you know, that was big for his development. So I'm excited to continue that. And, you know, I hope we can be, you know, one of the, you know, most more prominent, you know, developmental organizations in the league. I know Ted is heavily invested in the idea of the G League. I know Tommy has been a huge proponent of it and rallying to make sure that we got a team. A few years ago. What advice have you gotten? I mean, mainly from Tommy, just about you know, being a general manager, I know he works pretty hand in hand with you on, on all this, but um, what has he really uh, told you as you have prepared for this role? He, I mean, he just told me to every day, uh, just approach every day the best way I can and to learn um, from every experience that I have. And, you know, he has an open door policy and he and I are in constant communication um, because he, you know, he wants me to succeed in his role and you know, we've, we've established a good relationship to where he's always believed in me and, you know, he supports me. So I'm able to bounce ideas off of him in terms of the G League. And, you know, that's been, you know, pivotal for my growth. Um, and then the other thing that, you know, he's told me is to, you know, stay, stay even killed, you know, don't get too high, don't get too low, you know, throughout the process. And just, you know, that's part of being an exec is, you know, some days are going to be better than others, but it's important to stay even killed, you know, throughout the way. So you continue to grow um, and continue to lead your organization the best way that you can. We mentioned already that you're down there getting ready for the G League bubble. I think that's going to be a really, really exciting venture for the NBA as a whole, but specifically the G League. It's great uh, to see those guys, you know, continue to get an opportunity, which you know, we see how this this NBA season is going. It's going to be important for a lot of people. You know, there's there's a lot of teams that have really depended on uh, G League guys, two way guys. Um, how do you view the importance of what you guys are doing down there, um, especially this year, in, in providing um, providing a look for teams that that might need it more now than than they ever have. Yeah. So I mean, I think what we're doing down here, and you know, kudos to the G League for you know, making this, you know, situation happen because it's going to be an opportunity for a lot of guys to finally get their chance to contribute to an NBA team um, with just all of the, you know, difficulties and, and stuff going around with the pandemic and, and COVID, you know, I think what we're doing down here um, will hopefully, you know, alleviate, you know, some of the stuff that teams are having to deal with. Um, and hopefully we can generate, you know, a large pool of guys that can contribute to these teams, not only the Wizards, but just teams in general right away. So um, down here, we, we're, we're trying to teach guys to be professional and to always be prepared because you never know when a team is gonna ring your number, but you have to be you know, ready to contribute at any point. So I appreciate you know, the opportunity for the Wizards to invest 
and allow our guys to come down here to develop. Um, and then I also just, you know, I'm appreciative of the NBA um, and the G League for just allowing this opportunity to happen um, and for allowing us to be able to play a season. There is a bit of a historic perspective to your hire. You're only the, the second female GM in the history of the G League. What does it mean to you um, to be a bit of a trailblazer in that sense? It's a blessing uh, and an honor for me. Um, and, and Tori actually, Tori Miller, who was promoted in June uh, to be the first, you know, female general manager in the G League, she was somebody that I've, I've always aspired, you know, to look up to and, and to be. And, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, when I was in Sacramento, Tori was an intern with Phoenix in basketball ops at the time. And she was one of the very few people that, you know, really accepted the opportunity for me to speak with her and learn about her day to day. So I credit her a lot with, you know, helping me get over to the basketball side. Um, and she's going to do well in Atlanta and, you know, hopefully and I'm, I'm aspiring to do well here. And so, you know, hopefully, you know, it's just a, a stepping stone, you know, for both of us. But it also allows us to inspire this younger group of women um, that, you know, aspire to be where we are now. When the news broke, I got a lot of, you know, LinkedIn and Instagram and, and Facebook and text messages from young women that, you know, had the same goals. And I wasn't really aware of that until that day. And so, you know, I'm, I'm blessed and thankful. And, you know, any mentorship I can offer young women um, or any women that, you know, see my story and say, I want to be there one day, you know, I just want to continue to inspire them to do so and, and don't give up because at some point, you know, their opportunity will come. Yeah, no doubt. And you're, you're kind of a product of this. And we touched on it a little bit earlier. The idea of the G League is a, a developmental ground, not just for the players, but for staff and front office people and coaches. We've seen, you know, last season, Ryan Richmond coaching the team, and he, he now has a really, really vocal role with the team this season and is very involved in things there. When you think about your career as a whole, your, your, your lifelong aspirations and things like that, and the opportunity that the G League provides. Can you just speak to it a little bit in that sense in providing developmental opportunities for, for non-players? Sure. Uh, you know, like monumental in general for them to allow me to, you know, come back to the organization after I interned was a big step. Um, and then just, you know, investing in myself um, from the time I was a director of basketball operations to being assistant general manager last year and then promoting internally. You know, I'm sure there were, you know, more candidates that they could have considered, but investing in, in internally and investing in my growth um, and putting, you know, the, the system and environment around me for me to grow was something that, you know, is very beneficial for me and will help me reach, you know, my ultimate goal of leading an NBA team one day. Um, and there's no rush. And, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm in the perfect spot to be able to do it. Like I said, learning from Tommy, learning from, you know, Coach Brooks, learning from Ted, learning from you know, all of the leaders here at Monumental is going to be so, you know, instrumental to my growth. And, you know, I'm not really focused on the future. You know, I'm really focused on taking it one step at a time and, and figuring out how I can do well in the role every day. Um, and that's my goal. No doubt. Well, Amber, we'll get you out of here on that one. We're super excited for you, excited to watch um, where you take it. So best of luck in the new role and with everything going on down there in the bubble. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys for having me.